You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Recorded live. Good evening, good evening, good evening. This show is a product of the Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrian Misunderstandings Allen, and I would like to welcome you to another edition of D Block Church. The number to call in is 724-444-4444. No, 724-444-7444. And the... ID or show ID number is 142-605-POUND. Once you get in there, then you press one pound. And if you'd like to speak to me, then you press star eight. I hope I did it right. I hope I got it together. But if not, we are on talkshoes.com. The show number I do know is 142 six zero five and you have to press pound and then one pound and then star eight to talk. Now again I would like to say good evening and welcome to D Block. I am coming this week to say a few things because we've had a few things transpire since the last time that we spoke. So, as everyone now knows, we have a new president-elect that has, if not for anything else, sparked some fire that many never may have thought that we'd see again in America. Now, the thing is, did he spark, did he start the beginning of our end? Or... Some people out there might even say, yes, but I'd like to take it a little bit further tonight on D-Block Church, just to help some other people that are out there that might be feeling some type of way about, you know, what's the next step to take. So the topic tonight is going to be, so we see the results and we are still trying to figure it out, but the question now is, What are we going to do? What do we do now? 724-444-7444 is the number. Again, the ID code is 142605. Now, before I get started this evening, if you guys had an opportunity to hear Purpose Kingdom last night, and uh, I'm... I'm thinking that it's called the Daughters of Ruth or the Sisters of Ruth. Um, Sister Maureen had an awesome show last night. And I said that I was going to take a few minutes just so that we can kind of converse about it if we'd like to. Let's say, I would say converse because, no. It might just be a conversation that you had with yourself when you hung up the phone because she was really talking about getting some things right and writing some things down and making some things plain and working some things out if they need to be worked out and getting things together if they're not together and putting them down and making people know that there's some things that we need to maybe be working on and we might not be working on them in the proper manner. So now if we show face, and show people what it is that we're actually doing, you know, it's almost like an accountability thing where you're you're being held accountable for somebody else. So last night she told us to write some things down and at least think of one thing that we want to change about ourselves. 
or about a situation that we're in or about the people that we deal with or anything. So if there's anybody out there right now that would like to take the time, press star eight so that we can take a moment and 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 digest this change that is really about to come, that is already happening, that some may be not understanding that they are yet in. So if you're out there tonight and you are not afraid to let D-Block know about the change that you're going to make or the changes that you want to make, I would surely love to hear from you. Now, the last thing she said before we hung up last night, well, she asked the question, are you your brother's keeper or are you your sister's keeper? And I really thought that was a great question because it's going to make or break you regardless of how you decide to answer that question. Are you your brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? We're in a place right now where everything is seeming to be falling apart. Now, if you've been watching people around you, they've been trying to attempt to make a stand and some have been doing it, some have not, and there are different reactions to people's stands. Now, at one time or another, it was good to take a stand. It was saying that you were standing for anything, because remember they used to say, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Well, that was a that was the easy way of saying, let's stand up for this, or let's Let's speak this into what's going on right now. And there's a lot of different things that I could pinpoint about someone taking a stand or trying to stand up for something or speaking something into existence. The the thing that sticks out to me the biggest right now, you know, since we're in the middle of football season, would be the stand that Colin Kaepernick attempted to take. Now, Colin Kaepernick, for those that are out there that might have been under, you know, some rock or something and haven't heard at least the Purpose Kingdom Network talk about Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick is a quarterback on the San Francisco 49ers, and he decided on one big game day, I'm not sure if it was a Sunday night or a Monday night, I think it was Sunday night football, that he decided that he was not going to stand for the singing of the national anthem. So he chose to sit down. Now, when Colin Kaepernick chose to sit down, the reasoning for why he said he sat down was exactly because He has been watching the injustices of African-Americans every day by the hands of law enforcement. He has stated a few people's names that have already actually, that had already actually been murdered by officers Um, and maybe have gotten off or had gotten off or maybe not being implemented or whatever the case may be. Colin Kaepernick stood up or sat down because he was making a silent protest in what he thought was his right to do so in America. He said that if you listen to the words of the Star Spangled Banner, that no, the national anthem, he just was saying that if we are all supposed to be free, the words are not equaling up to what is actually going on with the African-American population. 
He had every right. Now, what America did or what those people did was they took a simple stand of silent protest and they went mad. They said that he disrespected the flag, the army, the soldiers, the veterans, everything. And then across the NFL, blacks started to take a knee when every, I think maybe the, the, the next two or three games that week. The stories that were going across the air, they went from left to right, up to down, north to south, east to west, northwest, southwest, east-west, and any other way in between, and never, ever, ever spoke on what it was that Colin Kaepernick was speaking of when he was talking about the injustices of African Americans at the hands of the law, of, of officers. So then within another couple of weeks before you know it, Colin Kaepernick was standing back up. And not only was Colin Kaepernick standing back up, but it seemed as if everyone started to stand back up. And now I think today, when you're looking across the field, as they're panning, as whoever's singing the national anthem, I think they're all standing. That's major. We took this man's stand, and we boggled it down with a whole bunch of hogwash bullshit. Excuse me for saying it that way, but that's the nicest way to probably call what we did to this, to this stand. And that's what's going on right now. If we don't call the bullshit what it is, we are going to get caught up into this realm of this craziness that is about to actually happen. It has already started to transpire. So what are we supposed to do? What are we going to do? We're going to be careful because there's, I hear sirens and things. But understand that that just says that we are at a time where if we're going to do it, we need to do it, know that we're going to do it, and be strong in what we're doing. Colin Kaepernick, we applaud you. Now, I understand that because this is an American game, you work with a team, it's not a place where you can actually take your stance and all of that, but there's nothing else that we can say, but I'm so upset with you right now, Colin Kaepernick, because all of the stands that you did, you allowed them to stop you and then take you out of the game, and that's not fair. And what we don't want to do is be taken out of the game. So this morning, I actually watched Boomer Asante try to explain why the NFL kind of like just went on about its business. Now, when Boomer Esiason was trying to explain it, he actually turned beet red because you could tell that that was a very, very uncomfortable place for him because he was on national TV. Well, he wasn't on national TV, but he was on the National Football Network, and he was trying to speak for them as why the coaches didn't support their team. Now, he said that people want to see a game. People want to see these men play play their sport like it's their job. And when you're at job, at work, you don't talk about politics and you don't talk about religion. So because of the fact that you don't talk about these two things, the guys didn't really have a right. They didn't really have a stance, not at that particular place. People come to watch the game. They come to turn it on. They don't come to watch you protest about something or other. So that was okay with them. 
and they went on about their business. Someone then asked the question, well, why is the NBA, why is it that the NBA coaches are actually backing their teams, their players? Boomer, being Boomer in all his bangles, Boomer looks at him and says, well, the NBA teams are primarily African American. <laughs> so let's tell the truth and shame the devil, y'all. What are we doing? If this if it doesn't look right, let's say it doesn't look right. Let's tell it it doesn't look right. Let's make it look right because it needs to be right. We can't keep just going on and shuffling it under the rug. Everyone watched the election go down. Everybody was laughing and joking about what this man said, how this worked. Oh, you're so ignorant. Oh, you're so rude. This, that, and the other thing. This, that, and the other thing. But then when you look at the vote, what happened? Let's tell the truth and shame the devil. People like ignorance. The only thing that has been striving for right, thriving right now, lately, is what we are looking at. If you got a if you got a mix up with you and you're a little bit like handicapped or something, they love you. They won't pay attention to you. If your mouth looks like you've been chewing on rocks since you were six and you're forty six, they love you. You know what we have a problem? Need it. Badly. And what I'm saying is that we got to get it done. We got to get it done. I don't have to worry about it because I know who covers me. The question is, do you know who covers you? Are you your brother's keeper? Are you your sister's keeper? If you see people walking down the street, do you comment? Do you help them? Have we gone mad to the point where it doesn't even matter to us? We thrive off of ignorance. When someone is being put down, we love it. I don't know how else to say it. But we got to get it together, y'all. We got to get it together because we got some stuff that has happened I'm getting choked up because the last thing we need to do is stop talking. The last thing we need to do is stop telling the truth. Our babies deserve to know the truth. Brother Rob, are you out there? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Because I need help explaining a little bit about how we've gone mad. <coughs> yeah, so. Oh, yeah. Wow. Are you there? Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And um, for, for the explanation part, uh, part about as far as um, how how we got to where we at right now. We are. We're at a point where. Any and everything that we're seeing right now might not be exactly what we're seeing. Have we gone mad? 
is is that what we is that what we've what we've done? The other day they said that after the election the kids put up the sign about the colored and the the white. Can't 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 we just still take it down? Have we gone mad because we've allowed these we've allowed signs to go up? Have we gone mad because we've allowed people to voice their ignorance to the point where we applaud it, to the point where they have now voted this man into an office that is now going to be in charge of making decisions, excuse me, the commander-in-chief, the head of the state type thing, you know? Have we gone mad? Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? These are major questions. This is beyond. It's beyond mad. But what can we do? It seems like I have a caller there. Caller, are you there? Yes, bless God. I am here, and I am loving the discussion. And you know, the last question that you were talk—the last question that you asked, and the topic that you were talking about—it brought a scripture to mind, and I wanted to share that scripture if it was okay. The scripture is James chapter one, verse fifteen. It says. And you know what? I'm going to start with verse 14. It says, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it bringeth forth sin. And sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Do not err, my beloved brethren. And that's James chapter 1, verses 14, 15, and 16. And I read that scripture, it came to mind, and when it came to mind, what I was feeling was this scripture. The reason that we've allowed, instead of taking down the signs and explaining to the children why the signs are wrong, and instead of just turning to the person and saying, you know, what you just said isn't okay or what you're doing isn't right. The truth of the matter is Trump stirred up some underlying issues that people were not uh, brave enough, not that that's a brave act, it's a cowardly act. So I don't really think that brave is the proper word, but as you said, ignorant enough and blatant enough to put those feelings and those thoughts out there just on display. And after 16 months of hearing somebody just constantly put these things back out there and mainstream media uh, play it, socialize it, somewhat downplay it, And although people were saying it wasn't okay, they continued to broadcast the ignorance that was coming out of his mouth. That lust is now giving way to sin. And it's like you said, if it don't get stopped, it's going to turn into the death of not just the people, but of a nation. It's like you said, it's time for the people to stop. It's time for the people to to just stop. To say enough, and not just say enough, but to do something to show it's enough. And I'm not talking about violence. 
I'm talking about educating. I'm talking about conversating. Because we have to remember that racism is not, you're not born a racist, you're taught to be one. And this is what we have to understand. You know how they're out there saying that black lives matter? You know how people say that all lives matter? Well, I have a thing, and I've been watching it, and I want everybody to take a heed to it and understand that innocent lives matter as well. Innocent lives are more important than any of our lives. And what we just did was all pertaining or for innocent lives. So now, because we are responsible for these lives, now we have to do some now we have to do some backpedaling and training at the same time. The blessing in it is because it is of godliness of what we are going to do, because each one teach one, each one reach one, that is that is what we've always been doing. That is how we need to have always done it. We messed up in a few generations. The first step is to admit that we've messed up. We're looking at it, and some are still trying to figure out why it looks like this, because you haven't admitted that we've messed up. When I'm telling you about telling the truth and shaming the devil, it's real. The more you get into the word, you will understand that one thing for sure and two things for certain, every power that God has given you, just like Pat, just like Maureen said last night, every power that God gave to you, he gave to you. So understand that that is the, the, the devil has an, 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 an overview of what was already made and therefore prepared for in your life. Did I give that power to the devil? I'm going to give him some because he's out there. He's real. And if you think that he's not real, think of just today. Think of the person that cut you off (laughs) just just not, not even an hour ago. I saw a lady walking her four children across a very busy street in the middle. So she was really jaywalking in the middle of a very busy street. It is dark outside. And I definitely have nothing but the right-of-way because you're in the middle of the street. My light is green coming up. But she's in the middle of the street. Now, all of the kids are kind of like not close enough for her to grab. Do you know she start cussing me out, calling me all kinds of dumb bees and all this and everything? Now, I could say that that was that lady being stupid and everything, but I'm going to call it what it is. That was the devil in her because she was, one, not using her brain because the devil was trying to kill her in her kids. <laughs> But then to cuss me for your wrong, come on. Let's look at ourselves and say, okay, just like people are, are, are all walking around upset about the fact that Trump is in office. But then you can sit and you can hear some things, and then you hear that people didn't vote. How about... I think that I heard somewhere, and it's funny that I think that I heard this because Chappie is on the line, and I know if Chappie's on the line, Chappie is one of them that, you know, finds it and knows it, but I heard that Colin Kaepernick, you know, the the one that I was just sitting there talking about on kudos on at least trying to make a stand. When they got him to stand back up, he gave complete up in everything because I heard that he didn't even vote. 
somebody check it before we go all the way in on Colin Kaepernick. But if for somehow reason that that one person thought, oh, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter. I'm not going to vote because they don't care. I'm not going to vote because whatever. How many times did we tell y'all in 16 weeks that not voting is just like voting yes for Trump? So if that was the case, we all fell for the setup. If that was the case, we all fell for a setup because the entire time that it was going on, all they were trying to do was denounce the fact that we didn't have to get up and vote. I think I said that a long time ago because it became a big joke and I didn't want to watch it anymore. It's just it just it's just baffling to me that now that he is the president, people are now wanting to be serious. And people are now wanting to talk about this. This can't be. It's not fair. And excuse me, Adrian. Yeah. I I have that information for you. Yeah. Two days ago, according to Sacramento Post, Colin Kaepernick has never registered to vote in any election. According to the Washington Times, one day ago, Colin Kaepernick has never registered to vote in any election, um, and so forth. According to NFL.com, Colin Kaepernick, 49ers quarterback, says he didn't vote, and that was posted 11-10-2016. Well, there you have it. Now we understand why you sat down, stood up, and then got back up and then didn't even know what the hell you were doing. So you're not even in this thing. Do you understand? Do you guys understand what I'm saying here? So the question is, what are we doing? Are you standing up, sitting down for something that you ain't even in? It doesn't even make sense. Because then what happens is then whatever you were standing for becomes a damn joke. Don't you get it? People are laughing. People have every right to laugh. If you're out here right now, first of all, Colin Kaepernick, I wish that you could be listening to this right now. 724444 the, the show ID is 142605. Press pound, then press one pound, then press star eight. Because I need to talk to you. So he's not even registered to vote. That's an embarrassment. And it's a shame because, one, he plays for the NFL. He makes so much money. And he don't even have any control over who's doing what to it because he is not registered. I mean, he's not even in this thing. Do you know that people walk around every day just talking about, are you registered to vote? They've been walking around, driving around, all over the place. Everything asks you, are you registered to vote? If you have a driver's license, I think it asks you if you register to vote for your voter registration. If you are a person in America, you should be voting. Now, if you're not working, something like that, you're stupid, you're retarded, you don't go outside, or any of those things, then it's still not acceptable because those types of people still need to go and vote, too, because y'all count. (laughs) But, wow, Colin Kaepernick, that's a shame. Now we see why you are standing up. You know, and it's, it, 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 mm, wow. I wonder if we ran through the NFL to see how many of them were actually registered to vote. 
we'd probably be surprised. And these are people that we run to go see every Sunday, every Monday, every Thursday. They play. They playing right now. You understand? Shout out to all of the colorblind people in the world that completely messed Thursday night football up. <laughs> Shout out to the colorblind so that we all have to watch solid colors because it doesn't even look right. So I guess it would be upsetting if that's all you got to do, is see it like that. But it's, it's, it's the time for inclusion, so I understand it. I do. I do. I understand it. There's a lot of things that we got to just really take the time, look at. We're watching another another complete and utter injustice, and people should speak up about it. Our crime. When our young black children, 14, 15, are getting in trouble they are not getting opportunities to fix it what do I mean by that I mean you can be 13 14 and maybe you rob somebody Now, in this robbing somebody, they may charge you one as an adult. And then try to send you up the river for a long time. Just because you're a black kid. But now take same age kid, white kid. He actually might get probation. So if he can get probation and this young black male can go for life what would it what does it really look like? It's like drug charges. When blacks get charged and get caught up, they get astronomical bills. They have to show up with all of this money. And the white kids, they call home and they're out with ROR. They just got to show back up. Parents is writing their house you know, it's 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 not fair, and we need to speak of it because it's about to get worse. And if we sit around, just like I was saying about the kids with signs, if you see a colored only sign, a white only sign, please take it down. Like. What are we doing? If we see little children on the street, now I actually know this because I've seen it for myself. I have seen white kids play on the street, and black children ask if they can go play, and their parents tell them no. You don't need to play with them. Well, why not? Why they can't play with us? It's, it's, it's weird. If we sit around and we look at it and you watch it, the children are now uncomfortable playing with each other, especially if their parents are around. Remove their parents, and they may actually play as if everything was okay. It brings me back to 
innocent lives matter. We put into our world what we are going to get out. Trump is the president-elect because that's what we like to see. Hell, we're watching people that make millions of dollars and, as we just heard, aren't even registered to vote. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's almost like it should almost be a stipulation. You make too much damn money for you to be out here and not even count. You don't even count. You don't even count. I feel bad for the boy. Colin Kaepernick is confused. And I feel bad for him. And now it's even worse than before. Now his sit down, stand up, or trying to say something is even worse because now it's a whole different conversation. You're not even in this thing. People was talking about not being in this thing, and you still aren't in this thing, weren't in this thing. Of course the man won, y'all. So because of it, now what are we going to do? Are we still going to not say anything? Are we still going to not do anything? Are we still going to allow ignorance to take take control? I don't even like to say that, but it's like take control. How is it that we can have reality TV shows that are the fakest in the world and they call this reality? First of all, how many people do you know that get dressed in the best, I mean best, top designer everything, just to go out there and fight. Huh? It's like you got ratchet princess. What is going on? Is that real? In my world, I thought that pretty girls didn't fight. I try to explain that to my niece and them now. You know, pretty girls don't fight. <laughs> And if they do, they they wrap their hair up, they you know what I mean, they come out with their boots on, they have their, their sweatpants on, a nice T shirt. They are not in the best designered six inch hill. Like you look stupid. So if we continue to allow this stupidity to entertain us, all we are doing is inviting it for more. We are we are asking Trump to come in and take over. Imagine that. They put the man in office and then two days later everybody wants to wake up and be serious. Nobody wants to be ignorant anymore. Oh no, he can't be the president. Oh, he didn't think he was going to win. Nobody thought he was going to win, but he won, right? So that is a strong, powerful statement right there. What are we going to do? Can we make something else work? Am I my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? The best thing I can say is we're about to make a break. And the break that we're about to make is the most important piece of why we do what we do every day. When I seen what happened and I watched how the world reacted, the only thing I could say was, God, I am ready. God, bring it on because guess what, God? There is a job to do. We got a purpose in this kingdom. As I said before, when we first started, it's going down in the PK. It's going down in the PK. Understand, Purpose Kingdom Network is here, and we are not going anywhere. 
where we are about to hit the ground and we are about to hit the ground running. Why? Because we have to. Why not? What else you going to watch? What else you going to do? Because if you're listening to the stuff that's out there right now, it's not even saying anything. The kids are so confused because they're trying to figure out why is it that no one is saying anything. Now all of a sudden you're hearing that you can hear, you can hear that everything makes no sense. And the kids are like, what am I supposed to do? So they're looking for something. And we are here. We are going to do it. Um, I don't know who is coming on to do the call. But once we finish with that, then I'll come back and say what it is that I have to say because you know how I say the call. Now, if you ain't seen it yet and you still don't know, we don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Who's doing it? Rob? Chappy? Anyone? Well, I can. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, we hear you loud and clear, Adrian. You sound good. So are we going to do it, or are you waiting on me, or? No, no, no. Dress God. I, I, we were going through some type of situation right there. Can you hear me now, Adrian? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, bless God. See, you know what? The devil is a liar. And even in the midst of that, it goes right along with what you were saying. Whenever God is about to allow you to walk into your breakthrough, that's when Satan gets to messing the most. That's when all havoc starts to break loose around you. That's when everything uh, gets temporarily crazy. That's when it looks like you're about to lose, when it looks like and feels like you have nowhere else to go. Just like now, somebody out there listening this evening needs to hear this call of salvation and Satan decided he was going to mess with the board. So we bless God. Because we know that when it looks like it's at its darkest, that's when the dawn is about to break forth. And we bless God because we believe, God, that tonight is the dawn for somebody. The dawn of their salvation is coming this evening, and it is just as simple as saying, I accept Christ into my life. Like, I could go real scriptural and deep, but I'm going to stick with what the people seem to like. If Trump could say it and get elected president, then when I say it coming from the truth and the word of God, I know you have to receive it. What do you have to lose? You have tried everything else. Now try Christ. We have tried leaning on friends and family. We have tried doing it of our own might and our own power. We may have made millions of dollars, but we still have that emptiness within us. We may have people all around us, but yet we still feel alone. We can't seem to figure out why things don't seem to go the way we think they should go. Well, maybe all of that is going on because Christ is sitting there saying, you've tried all of it. Now come try me. In the scripture, he says, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's the biblical terminology for come try me. What have you got to lose? Because he knows if you taste, you'll see that he is good and good all the time. It's real simple. It's called the back of our faith. You believe, you accept, you confess. What is it that you believe? 
You believe that God is who he says he is and that he did what he said he did and that he took on the form that he said he took on. You believe that God is the creator of heaven and earth, of all that exists. You believe that he loved his best creation, mankind. And I'm going to say his best creation on this earth, mankind. He loved us so much that after we fell, he stepped into the form of man. That's why the word of God says in the fullness of time. Because some people say, well, why didn't he do it as soon as it happened? Because, see, we have to remember when God speaks, his word says his word will not come back unto him void. So when God spoke life, life had to continue going until the fullness of time is complete. So in the fullness of time, he took on the form of a man. He came into this world, the Messiah. He wrapped his power up in flesh and sent him to redeem us from the sins of the world, from the penalty of sin, which is eternal death. See, we think about just when we close our eyes for that last time in this realm, but you need to understand that you are more than just flesh. You are a spiritual being. And once your flesh closes its eyes for the last time, what takes place with your spirit? We are free from that. By the blood of Christ, all we have to do is accept it. And you just simply accept it by saying, Father God, forgive me. First, forgive me of everything I've done wrong to everyone I've done it wrong to. And more importantly, forgive me for doing wrong to you. I accept the gift of your son Jesus into my life. I ask him to sit on the throne of my life, the throne of my heart, I submit my will to his will. I ask him to begin to create in me that new creature that I can be through Christ Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. The last thing you have to do is confess it to somebody. Just tell somebody that you've accepted Christ as your Savior. He said, if you are ashamed to confess him before men, he will be ashamed to confess you before the Father. But if you confess him before men, he will confess you before the Father. So you just confess. You can tell somebody. You can text somebody. You can call someone up on the phone. You don't have to wait till the next worship service. You can do it right now. If you have no one you can tell, you can always tell us here at Purpose Kingdom. You can email us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. Again, it's purposekingdomnet at gmail.com. Know that we would love to hear from you. We would love to pray for you. We would love to pray with you. And the last thing you should do, and I'm sorry, before I get to that last thing, once you confess it, according to God's word, you saved. The rest of it is null and void. You saved according to God's word. Now, what you should attempt to do last is to find a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary. And understand, I always say Bible-believing, teaching, preaching, because everybody in the pulpit is not in the pulpit of God. I just got to say it. Where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. But if for some reason you can't find the sanctuary, then bless God. That's why Purpose Kingdom Network is here for you. Please join us tomorrow evening for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom. Tomorrow evening we have grace and compassion with our host, Sister Giselle Quarterman. Uh, she will be on, I believe, at 9 p.m. right here on www.talkshoe.com. You can follow us on Facebook. We are on Purpose Kingdom. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, we are Purpose underscore Kingdom. And also on Facebook, we now have our event page. You can follow the shows on the event page. You can converse with us during the shows on the uh, event page right there on Facebook. Know that we love you with the love of Christ. We are praying for you. We are praying with you. God bless Adrian. Misunderstanding as always it is a misunderstanding. You are truly setting them straight. We pray, praise God for you and for the word and the message you are giving to the people tonight. And the ministry is back in your hands.
Well, I thank you so much for that call. You already know. I just, I just, I just try to do, I just try to do, I think, what God is calling me to do in the manner, in the way that I can. Um, now, I know that there is a caller on the line. Caller, can you hear me? I can. How are you doing, Adrian? Hey, welcome to Pizza. Hi. Um, Adrian, I tell you, I hear the sincerity in your voice, and I hear the love that you have in your heart. It's really amazing. I see why, uh, you know, Rep, uh, Chappie, she, uh, she's encouraging as Bob, uh, Brother Robbie. Uh, definitely uh, another person who's good for doing the call of salvation. They are very encouraging, and it's just showing every time you come on there. And I, I love the sincerity in your voice. Uh, you know, if you ever want to stay encouraged, just call into PKN. There's always somebody with a positive message tonight's your night, Adrian. So it's good to talk to you. You have a blessed night. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um. I just want to say that we do have a purpose here, and the purpose is to just set the record straight. And the results are in. We are watching the process. But the question really now is, what are we going to do? And I think the way that we start it and the way that we finish it is by becoming our brother's keeper or becoming our sister's keeper. Now, this is the block church. And the reason why it's the block church is because this is for everybody. This is the place where if you didn't ever think about going to a church or thinking you needed to want to be in a church, then this is the place for you. If you've been to a church and you think that you are too bad for the church or things that are going on in your life every day are working hard to get into a church or you think that people are looking at you funny because you're in this church or whatever the case may be, You need to be able to understand that we are our brother's keepers. We need to be our sister's keepers. And I'm going to end this show tonight with the words of Styles and Kiss. Am I my brother's keeper? Come to me hungry, I bet you I'll feed you. Come to me cold, I bet you I'll clothe you. Come to me hurt, and I bet you I'll hold you. Am I my brother's keeper? Goddamn right. You should know I'm a soldier. Goddamn right. You can lean on my shoulder. Goddamn right. I'll be there till it's over. Yo. Let it off without question. Fail money without stressing. Always in my prayers and my blessings. Conditional love to unconditional love. On a mission of getting rich as a mug. Went from popcorn to football to pitching in drugging, drugging gangsters. Now, see, that's what we mean. On a freak mm-hmm, and whatever. I got you to get it, and if I ain't got it, I'm going to go get it. We'll split it. We did it. We caused terror, and I'm all ever. Everything from the best man to a pallbearer. I'm right there, front line with you in a war. Back to back, getting jumped. Just don't hit the floor. They can't break me. I said it in HD. So before you take one of them, please take me. And I know it's deep, but it gets deeper. Yes, I am my brother's keeper. Am I my brother's keeper? Come to me hungry. I bet you I'll feed you. 
Come to me cold, I bet you I clothe you. Come to me hurt, and I bet you I hold you. And I'm my brother's keeper, you goddamn right. You should have known I'm a soldier. You goddamn right, you can lean on my shoulder. You goddamn right, I'll be there till it's over. No, I'm a soldier. No, I'm a soldier. You're a spoon coon. You can say dozer. Damn right, I'm my brother's keeper. And the best thing I can say about that is if you didn't understand one thing about it, you know that Adrian misunderstanding Alan is my brother and my sister's keeper. And we going to do this thing because Purpose Kingdom Network is here. We ain't going nowhere. And I will see y'all or hear y'all in two weeks. Peace. What up, what up, what up?